I don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Awesome. Great. Cool. So excited. <laughs> so excited. All right. Uh, well, I'm I'm going to start. So, Great. Um, yeah, I will just, I'm just going to jump right in. I'm just going to, I'm going to hop in. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So this week, episode five of Bitch versus Bear, and we're talking about uh, sleep routines, maintaining sleep routines, the things that like fuck up your sleep routines, which there are many of them. Um, so it should be a fun, fun episode. I know there's a lot of information out there on the internet about sleep routines, um, but it's kind of it's it's so personal sleep is such a personal thing um and it's something that everybody does <laughs> yeah. so it's, yeah yeah I, or at least i hope they're doing it because it can drive you to madness if you're not sleeping right yeah like legitimately it's like it's kind of crazy how much sleep impacts your like mental health and things so um well the holidays that we we just passed thanksgiving and we did. it it was the the wave of craziness. Um, well, at least for me, I know that I just seem to have a really jam-packed holiday. Um, and it's just like one of those things that like typically throws off sleep routines. Um, it just like, it's kind of everything gets out of whack. Um, and it's just like, how do we cope with all of that? And especially with like the added stress. So like you have mm -hmm. the added stress of the holidays and then you're not sleeping. Oh God, it's like, no wonder people like go crazy during the holidays and make bad choices. Right? No kidding. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So with all this holiday stress, but like, so it's like, why is sleep so important? Like you mentioned the mental health, um, but like sleep gives your brain and your body time to recover from all these stresses, uh, from our everyday lives, from the holidays. And after a good night's sleep, you can perform better <laughs> and are better at making decisions. So, mm. you know, your holidays don't go awry. Um, and sleep can help you feel more alert, more optimistic. Um, it can help you get along with people better, uh, all important things for the holidays. Um, it can even like help your body ward off disease, right? So mm. like you were saying, our the holidays disrupt sleep. They disrupt bedtime routines um, with holiday parties, having company over, being company and staying in different environments. Um, we're eating more, we're drinking more. Uh, these things all affect our sleep. Um, yeah, so this week we wanna help you reconnect with your bed. I love my bed. I know you I do. love. I like love my bed. <laughs> I love your bed. It's, it's a good bed. It is. It's true. It's it's such an important thing. I'm like I spend so much time in here. I might as well make it like so comfortable. Um, right. Okay. So, what happens when we don't get enough sleep? This is like a pivotal question. I think everybody <laughs> is slightly different, um, mm -hmm. and 
if you don't know how you react, if you don't get enough sleep, <laughs> you should kind of like pay attention to that. I think as I've gotten older, um, I remember being like a teenager and my mom <laughs> being like, did you get enough sleep last night? And I'm being annoyed at the question of like, Whoa! and it's like, I have very telltale signs when I don't get enough sleep. Um, <laughs> so uh -huh, it's like, yeah. you know, when your when your mom asks you like, did you get enough sleep last night? It's like, it, because there are symptoms, <laughs> I'll call them, of when you don't get enough sleep. So uh, I think typically, like most adults need somewhere between like seven and eight hours of sleep for like, good health, both mentally and physically. And now I, I think there's this like pervasiveness in uh, society to be like, well, you have to go to bed early and wake up early. And no. there's a lot of actually new um, like studies and things that there are two types of people that mm -hmm. are, um, that they, they just kind of operate on different clocks. And so like you have the night owls and then I forget what they call the other one. Um, and that's, just like your normal human rhythm. And so some people fall into the night owl where they don't need to go to bed until midnight um, and they don't wake up until 8 a.m. But mm -hmm. we have in the American culture, just that like, go, 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 go to bed early, wake up early, drive yourself into the ground. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> uh, yes. So, so I, it doesn't, I, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter where you get your eight hours of sleep. I think as long as it's yeah. like it at night, um, because there are some like things that our brain does when the sun goes down, but you, the sun, that doesn't mean that as soon as the sun sets, you need to climb into bed. Um, for some people, <laughs> some people need not. a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, we'd be finishing up this uh, episode right now and heading to bed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Gotta go to bed. <laughs> it's 5 PM. <laughs> Which is dinner time, not bedtime. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode of when Amber <laughs> eats dinner. Um. Hey, it's beneficial to my sleep to eat earlier, okay? The studies oh, I found oh. said so. It's true, because your body's not working to digest food as it's trying to do the other things that it needs to do to prepare you for sleep. That is true. Exactly. Very good. See, you um, make fun of me all the time for that. But there's a good reason. I think, well, science. There, there is science behind it. You're tr <laughs> that is true. Um, so like you said, you know, when uh, like sleep routines and things get disrupted, like there's some things that we uh, struggle to do. Some like basic, but like normal things become very difficult. Um, mm -hmm. There's a reason like people are like joke about sleep deprivation is torture because like basic normal things that we do all the time become incredibly difficult. And like mm -hmm. some people become super moody. Some <laughs> people have a hard time like regulating things like temperature and all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you, it throws off your eating schedule. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yes. sleep is kind of, it's kind of important for all those things. Yeah. One of the things that you found um, that, sleep leads to all kinds of accidents and there's an actual like study um they found that for every hundred thousand or a hundred thousand car accidents um and fifteen hundred deaths are caused by exhausted drivers so like that's absurd each like, year people just 
each year just being slightly drowsy driving like your reaction time slows down as much as like when you're driving drunk so like sleep impairs you just as much as driving drunk and that's crazy to me it's not bananas i found that that little fun factoid and it's like oh my gosh (laughs) right because like we're taught all the we're taught all the time like don't drive drunk don't drive drunk right. it, it impairs you your reaction times like your alertness all that stuff and i don't know if that was ever covered really in depth in my like driver's ed of like don't drive when you're sleepy like right? nobody talks <laughs> about that yeah well which leads i have a question for you have you ever yeah. been have you ever been <laughs> driving and like what like i I felt sure. super drowsy and like what like what happened like I I try not to, I do this thing I don't like driving at night not because I can't see or anything like that I just like don't like being out late or up late um so <laughs> this is this doesn't apply to me because you yeah. know my bedtime <laughs> I do I do and you are not one of those night owls um, yeah no <laughs> no uh yeah I absolutely have driven while very drowsy um and it's scary uh i was not i was actually not that surprised by reading that the driving drowsy is comparative to driving drunk um Hmm. yeah story time when i in my early 20s when i worked for a photography company um i'd have to get up at three or four in the morning to drive a couple hours to a school to photograph and then drive home. Um, And I was also, (laughs) there's also a period where I was um, working in an inn and, you know, doing the 3 to 11 p.m. shift. So I was getting, there was a period of my life, my early 20s, where I was getting maybe four hours of sleep a night. Oh, that sounds awful to me. It was. It was not a good or a safe time. Um, I would not recommend it, um, even in your early 20s. So, yeah. So there were frequently, usually in the morning, because I'd just woken up, I was somehow alert enough to get to the school and feel okay with that drive. It was the afternoon drive that was the Mm. hardest. Because I'd already, like, put in a full day. And I'm driving home, especially on, like, sunny afternoons like you've got the sun coming into the car and it's all warm and there were definitely days where I actually pulled over to like the side of the road and took a nap oh like I I was so tired that's such a good idea because like I don't know if enough people have like the confidence to do that but like (laughs) well if you need to sleep you need to sleep like I mean I don't know if it was safer than driving um because <laughs> it was out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but <laughs> there were a couple of times that I just had to do it because I could feel myself like falling asleep and like mm, losing mm-hmm. time while driving. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, this is not uh, safe. Yeah. Um, I don't remember making any of those turns. Right? It's so scary. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sleep is so important. <laughs> and not yeah. driving while you're drowsy is so important 
So that, that's title. a good holiday. <laughs> no, I like it. I think that's a great holiday tip because like yeah. a lot of people have to do a lot of holiday traveling and they're trying to get from A to B. And, mm. you know, if you're not sleeping well, if you're having to leave like, you know, family or trying to catch a plane or something like that, you're probably yeah. needing to travel and drive and mm-hmm. probably also feeling incredibly drowsy. Yeah, yeah. If you are traveling with others who are, you know, of driving age and competent drivers, switch out the driving. Take turns. Yeah. When you can. Um yeah. Yeah. That's a that's okay. a good tip of like just like, <laughs> hey, maybe maybe switch those people out. Yeah. Or if you have to drive alone, like I frequently travel alone. Um you know, just biting the bullet and finding a place to sleep. Um, Mm. You know, I frequently do that when I make my trek north. You know, I stay at a hotel because I know I'm going to be too tired. I could make the whole trip in one drive, but I know my drowsy level when driving and how long when that hits. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, why risk it? Like, I, I think a lot of times, or what I've noticed is, like, we wear not sleeping like a badge of pride or like honor. Um, And Mm -hmm. I know this was, I think the trend is starting to shift um, now as like more kind of like wellness things come about. Um, And as people understand like what not sleeping does for your physical and mental health. Um, But I think for like, you know, kind of like the start of the industrial age, (laughs) up until like the 20th century like Mm -hmm. not sleeping and just go 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 and working and and doing all these things like I remember being in college and people being like I pulled an all-nighter and I'm like that sounds stupid like how yeah I'm like why like why why would you do that um so I think yeah that badge of honor thing of like well I you know I went all night without sleeping or I drove through the night and it's like but why (laughs) Right? It makes sense now. I went to visit one of my family members during that period of time. And they were like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and I, I understand now why they asked me that, because I probably looked like a half-dead person. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like a, a lack of, like a consistent lack of sleep can increase some risks um, for things like diabetes, heart disease, in, infection. Um, it can, you know, obviously worsen pre-existing mm-hmm. issues or like contribute to um, their development and things like that. And so yeah. I think, yeah, they're probably like, "Are you all right? You don't, <laughs> you don't look right." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Especially working around children. I was just sick all the time. Um, Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so we know we need sleep. But how do we get it? (laughs) Uh. Um, Right? (laughs) So one, one way, and a good way to like get good sleep and set yourself up for a good night's rest is to practice good sleep hygiene. Um, and I know you know about this and I, I pretty sure I didn't know about this until I met you and you were talking about sleep hygiene. Um, and I was like, what is that? Sounds ridiculous, but it's so important (laughs) as I've learned, as I've gotten older. Um, it's like, this is a little bit different for everybody, just like everything else, but some good habits to practice 
for good sleep hygiene and a good night's rest. Make your environment as comfortable as possible. So a good bed, adjusting the sound, the light, the temperature, so that you can like get really good sleep. Um, I know I need there to be no light, but I do need there to be sound. <laughs> Ah, um, that's, yeah, that's a common one. Um, that's why a lot of people <laughs> sleep with like the TV on, right? Because they need that combination. Um, right. And it, that's a like a learned behavior. So, and it really impacts your sleep. So I always say, like, take things slow. If you're somebody who is used to sleeping with a TV on, and you don't mm -hmm. think you can sleep with it, like there are really cool things out there. Like, um, we have a hatch. Uh, yes. which is one of those like lights. Um, but the cool thing that I really like about it is you have a, a wind down. So it's not just a morning routine, but a wind down routine. So like we have a reading light on and then we have sound on. Um, so that that's a good way to start to wean yourself off of TV. Cause the problem with the TV is that it continues all night long, unless you have like a timer and things like that. And, and that's right. not what you want. Like if you need it to fall asleep, but you don't want it necessarily running the whole time because it will impact the quality of your sleep. Mm -hmm. If that makes I, sense. I, yes, it does. And I love my hatch. Uh, wonder who got you into that. Hmm. <laughs> um, and I do the same thing. So I have my nighttime routine um, and I have my like nighttime noise that plays, but it's like nature sounds. Um, and I just, I don't know. I need a little bit of nature in my bedroom uh, to go to sleep and stay asleep. So uh, the person who doesn't like camping. I like glamping. <laughs> <laughs> I want nature, but not too much nature. <laughs> I want some nature. Um, yeah. And that might come from like living in apartment buildings and like having other people's noise around me too. So yeah, I like to mm -hmm. like make my bubble. Um, so I know we were just talking about electronics being bigger the bed, but another good habit or practice is to remove electronics from the bedroom. <laughs> so like we were talking about not having a TV or, you know, whatever in your bedroom um, or at least stop using screened devices an hour or so before bedtime. And that'll help with that falling asleep and that good hygiene. Um, we've kind of already touched on this, avoiding large meals, caffeine, alcohol before bedtime. Um, so, you know, that by 5.30 dinner time is ideal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unless you go to bed, bed at midnight, I suppose. Um, another useful thing is to get some exercise during the day. Get out and move your body. Um, and then... Of course, kind of wrapping all of this up is having a consistent nighttime routine and a consistent bedtime. Mm, and um, I get a lot of flack for this one. <laughs> you do. You do. Uh, at 8 p.m. on the dot, if anyone is over, Sydney starts yawning and we all know it's time to go home because she's heading to bed. But it is good. Like, And that is why Sydney has really good sleep hygiene. Um and just sleeps really well. I'm always envious of it. So like, what what is your, I don't know, sleep hygiene routine look like, Sydney? Oh, that, okay, cool. I love <laughs> this because nobody <laughs> nobody asked me about my sleep hygiene enough. And um, you don't need I, to ask. <laughs> you volunteer. I'm just, 
Yeah, I just volunteer because it's so important. And I, I just have been a big proponent of sleep. Like all my favorite activities happen in my bed, um, a.k.a. sleep. Um, <laughs> so my routine, um, and I've, I've almost always been like this, and I will uh, give a shout out to my mom. Um, she was she was a nurse. She is a nurse. She was a night nurse. Um she knows how important sleep is and she made sure that my brother and I had from like day one, we had a sleep routine and like we went to bed at the same time every night all through like baby kid, everything. Um, and we just made it super consistent. And so we've always had really good sleep hygiene as my brother has gotten older. His has shifted a little bit. He's, he definitely takes after her and is up later um, where I go to bed a little bit earlier and I'm up earlier, but it's always been really consistent. So my wind down is I've never slept with a TV in my room. Um, even as a teenager, which I, it, my friends like, you know, ribbed me about. Um, but I never had a TV in my room. Um, I pretty consistently start to wind down naturally at 8 p.m. So like that's my hard <laughs> shut off. Um, I have, which is funny because when I need to be up overnight and I've had jobs where um, like I've had to work Black Friday or as an outward mm -hmm. bound instructor, um, you know, I've hiked until 2 a.m. Like I can function past that, but it's not a consistent thing. It's not like an everyday kind of thing. It's like these right. one offs where I can I can do it. So I wind down at 8 p.m. By 9 p.m. I start my kind of like brush my teeth, uh, put on lotion and then go to the bedroom. I, we got a hatch a few years ago so that we tap that thing and that gives me 15 minutes of reading time. So I don't play on my phone. I read um, for 15 minutes and then the light goes off and then the nature sounds start because I like <laughs> nature and I, I, I will sleep with nature inside and outside. <laughs> um, and that only plays for an hour and a half. So it doesn't go very long. So it's enough mm. to, to wind down um, and get to sleep. I sleep uh, with a, I invested in a really good bed, really comfortable mattress. Shout out mm -hmm. to Tufted Needle. Um, if you uh, all want to sponsor this, get a little ad going, um, let yeah. us know. Yeah, Tufted Needle. Um, I think Amber has one too. I do. I liked yours so much that I got my own. Yeah, I've had a couple other mattresses that were like the box mattresses and they're 100% the best. No complaints. Um, so tufted needle. And then honestly, I sleep with it super cold. Like I throw off a lot of body heat and I cannot sleep with it warm. Um, it's sometimes uncomfortably cold for other people in my house, but I sleep like a baby. Which is a funny saying when we're talking about sleep, because oftentimes babies don't sleep very well. <laughs> they don't. Because like they're hungry in the middle of the night. So I think that's, that's kind of funny. Um, and then I pretty much routinely wake up somewhere between 5.30 and 6.30 um, on Oof. most days. And I, uh, like sleeping in for me is 7 a.m. And that's if I go to bed at like 11 <laughs> or midnight. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I, I just, and I keep that consistent. I never change my routine um, from, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, what do you do on the weekend? I do the same thing on the weekend because consistency yes. is is what builds the habit. Um, so like, mm -hmm. I don't have a different wake up time for the weekend. 
I don't have a different bedtime for the weekend, generally. Like, again, if friends are in town or whatever. But like Amber said, that's a lie. Friday, Friday night, I'm like, hey, I made it late both Friday and Saturday night when our friends were in town. <laughs> you didn't that's leave fair. my house. Yeah. You didn't leave my house until after my bedtime. <laughs> and that's true. That's true. So you like did really well. I did. And I was pleasant to be around the entire time because I keep my sleep routine consistent. So what I, <laughs> I think my tip is find something that works for you and keep it consistent throughout. Um, old habits mm-hmm. are hard to break and I understand that, but find something that works and make sure that you're getting like quality sleep. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I noticed, especially in like, thinking about this episode um, and thinking about my own sleep habits, mine have really shifted in the last couple months. Um, mm. It's really interesting. So when I was younger, I was up later because I had jobs that were kept me up at night. Um, but I've always like woken up by like seven, seven thirty, like no matter what time I go to bed. Um, And so like, I'd go to bed. And so I was trying to follow that, like that hustle culture routine, right? Like get to bed, get up early. Um, And I found now that I work from home, I'm not going to the gym first thing in the morning. I'm kind of just letting myself like naturally go to bed when I'm feeling drowsy and then just let myself naturally wake up. And it's been really interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, my bedtime has shifted to like 10, 30, 11, and I'm consistently naturally waking up between 6, 45 and 7 a.m. Ah, it's really interesting. That's um, cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it is very cool. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I am getting my eight hours. So I guess that's fine. Um, I don't have to be up early in the morning. There's no reason to be. So I'm rolling with it for now. Nice. That's yeah, that sounds great. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's, especially when you can like take the time to experiment with it. And I know that's hard mm-hmm. for a lot of people, you know, kids, jobs, gym routines, mm-hmm. all of that come into play. But if you can take like set aside some time, if you're not sure what your kind of like natural rhythm is or how you you know, habits that you want to change, if you can set aside some time to really experiment with it and see when do I normally naturally kind of fall asleep and when do I naturally wake up and how do I, what temperature do I, I like it at, you know, play with a the thermostat. Um, I, again, I know it can be really hard with kids. They have a harder time regulating yeah. their body temperature, <laughs> like all those kinds of things. Um, but it, it can be really fun too of like you're playing like a little bit of an experiment it's like it's like a it's a bad chemistry experiment you're like oh I add a little bit of this a little bit of this and what do I get a more productive <laughs> me um <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far but I think I'm sleeping decently <laughs> oh that's good I know because you, you've in the past had um trouble with sleep um so it's yeah it's good to yeah. hear yeah sleep has been an issue for me um, pretty much always getting to sleep and staying asleep. Um, and I think, I think letting myself stay up later, like giving myself that leeway has really helped in falling asleep. Um, mm-hmm. 
because I always felt like, oh, I've got to get to bed early because I got to get up early. Well, if I don't have to get up early, I don't have to go to bed early. <laughs> um, <laughs> if that's not what my body wants to do. Uh, so I think that's helped. Um, and I also use my hatch routine. I read for half an hour uh, and then I, it goes automatically into a meditation to help me sleep and relax, um, which I think is really helpful as well. And then my nature sounds play. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I don't need that much time. Um, cause my head hits the pillow, but the thing is, and, and this might be uh, a tip or trick and it might be a hard habit for other people to break. I have never hung out or done anything in my bed besides sleep. So my body mm. knows, and I've trained myself to know that when I'm in bed, that there's one job to do, and that is to sleep. I, other than 15 minutes, I don't read. I don't play my phone. I don't hang out in my room. I never had a TV in my room, so it wasn't there. Like, I only yeah. go into my bed to do one thing and sleep. Like, that is what I do. <laughs> I don't hang out there. I'm not like, ooh, let me go lounge in the bed. Like, I know some people yeah. do that, and it's it's just not something that I do. Um, so I think that has also been a helpful contributing factor of like, oh, your mm -hmm. head hits the pillow, now go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that is a good thing. Um, that is a recommendation that I found, too, in my research was, you know, let your bed just be for sleep and sex, and that's it. Uh, it's like if you're waking up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep within like whatever it is, 10 to 20 minutes, get up and like mm. stretch, read, I don't know, walk around your house. I don't know. But don't sit, don't just like lay in bed, um, get out of it and then go back. Um, so, yeah, that is that is good sleep hygiene. Science says so. I, I'm all about sleep. That's what I've learned on this one um, is I, I love sleep. I'm really good at it. It's uh, I wish I could get paid to do it. That would be great. Right. Hey, Tufton Needle, you need somebody to test out new products? <laughs> right. Hit me up. <laughs> uh, can we at Tufton Needle? Are they on social media? Um, I think they are. I think we can. Okay. So what do you do? Because I know you've just been traveling. What do you do when you travel and during the holidays when your sleep routines might be thrown off? Mm, this is a great one because I literally just got back from my parents' house <laughs> where sleep routines are slightly different. Um, so You texted me so late at night. It was very weird. Yeah, it was weird. Sorry. Um, so I kind of just let it happen. Like I keep the same idea of like, when I get into bed, I'm getting into bed. Like I don't hang out in bed and things like that. Um, and I wake up, I still probably wake up around the same time. Uh, I do a little extra in terms of, um, usually like stretching and things like that because mm. I'm sleeping in a new environment. I have a different bed than I'm used to. I want to make sure that, you know, I, I get that in. I tend to do a lot more uh, walking. Um, I actually had a little bit of trouble the other night falling asleep because I had a oh. couple cookies before bed. So I think the <laughs> sugar, it's funny, coffee doesn't impact me, but sugar. Um, and so like, I was like, ooh, ate those too close to bedtime. So I didn't do that the next night. I, I, I had more cookies during the day <laughs> and less in the evening. Um, so that's, that's something. I think um, one of the things, 
especially during the holidays, is just trying to get as close to your normal kind of routine as you can um, and being flexible and knowing that it's not going to be the same. You know, putting a lot of rigid restrictions on it is going to stress everybody out. Um, Mm -hmm. But just trying to, like, keep it consistent. You know, if you're within an hour on either side of, like, when you fall asleep, when you wake up, that kind of stuff, that's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. So it's really just kind of do that. And trying to make it as close to you as your home sleeping environment as you can. Like if you're really light sensitive, like me, making sure little like random clocks and things in the new <laughs> oh. space are covered ahead of time, which is sometimes hard to do. Cause the first night you're like, where's that little red light coming from? <laughs> and that's... you have to like throw a sock over it. Um, <laughs> so that's, yes. that's, that's one of the things is like, try and, and figure out how do I make this as close to my home um, sleeping environment as I can. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when I was staying with my mom, the room I was in, her little robot vacuum lived in there and it's little <laughs> like charging light flashed all night. I could never figure out what was going on. And then I finally did and threw a scarf on him. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's like just being really, you know, setting your intention of like, hey, I'm going into this holiday season. I have a lot of busy travel. I want to try and keep my sleep as consistent as I can. Um, Obviously, prioritizing sleep. It's a really helpful thing. It's really, you know, stressful around the these times. So like, make sure you're getting those seven to eight hours um, during the holiday season. And, you know, just experiment with things that help your routine if it's something that you struggle with, um, even if it's not just because of the holidays, if it's just something you've been like noticing your sleep isn't great, start experimenting and see what you can do, what you can change up um, that makes it better. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with all this being said, definitely keep in mind that, you know, obviously not all sleep issues can be resolved by adopting new habits, right? if you are noticing that you have long lasting or severe sleeping problems or daytime sleepiness, it might be time to talk to your doctor because um, mm-hmm. there might be something else going on that they might be able to help you with. That's a, that's a good, good tip. If it's, if it's <laughs> something that you've tried and tried and worked on and nothing seems to be helping. Yeah. It might be time to talk to a doctor. <laughs> Not us. Right. We're not those. <laughs> We're not doctors. No, no. Uh, yeah. We we are Google doctors. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> WebMD doctors. <laughs> yeah, and you know, beyond that, keep tuning in as we continue to examine holiday stressors and how to deal with them. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Shield Made in TC, and on Facebook at SMTCRBA. Awesome. Thanks, Amber. This was super fun. And hey, Tough Tip Needle, we love you. Sponsor us. <laughs> They'll love that. <laughs> <laughs>